Welcome back to the Money Hill, your number one Call of Duty podcast with a betting focus, taking you through all the matches and majors of the 2021 CDL season as we ramp up to major number four, which will be on land. My name, of course, is Scoots, and I am your host, and I'm back with Nikita and Chris. What's going on, guys? Hey, man. How we feeling? Feeling great. We had such a good week last week in terms of like betting. Um, games were fire on both across like league and uh, CDL. And if you don't know about our league podcast, it's called The Gold Advantage. You can probably find it on our Twitter at Best of Three Network. Just for, wow, what a for you guys. Great plug from you. Thank you, Chris. What about you? How are you doing, beautiful? So amped. I love. I love it. This is basically my last weekend of betting on CDL because once it goes to land. I won't know a goddamn thing, and so I won't be betting very much on the first land major unless Scoot, unless you're the prophet of profit that weekend and know who's going to show up. But um, I'm very excited for this last weekend. I think I have a bunch of bets that I'm very excited for, and so yeah, last weekend was good. I'll go ahead and tip my hand a little bit. Minus one and a half are my favorite bet. That's just like yeah. across the board. Just let me hit minus one and a half nonstop. But I find it depends week to week because there's some weeks, there'll be a week where every game goes 3-2. But that's like one out of four weeks. And the rest of the time, it is always 3-0-3-1. Yeah, I mean, I love the minus one and a half. I also do, I'm starting to like the plus one and a half more. I think the league's gotten more competitive and maybe there is a little bit more inclination to three twos. Plus you have to like that because for a team like Florida, they could have beaten New York three to one. Um, obviously I didn't and, and we'll get there, but I think if you're selective with your plus one and a half, I don't, yeah, like you it, have to be pretty selective I, with it. You, and it only happened twice last week. And there's one about of them re- I would never have believed in. It's about reading the room, but I mean, mm. I think like with us about to talk about kind of teams and matches, and I feel like we're headed that way. We can jump into a retake, which is where we look at, you know, the past week, um, of matches and, and how those, how those went and kind of reflecting on how you feel or like. What, what your read is from some of these matches. So, I mean, I want to start it off with Florida because yeah, even in a five, like, map five loss to New York, they looked pretty legit. They were able to take a hard point off of them, which I think is a feat in and of itself Yeah, because New York has been pretty dominant on hard point. And, of course, you know, they don't scratch out the series, but they were impressive across the board. And then they, of course, dominated later that weekend. I mean, I want to pat ourselves on the back. We said that. We called it. We said, listen, the mutineers really could come in. Uh, we said top two. In their group, and right now they're sitting in second place, right second behind place. the subliners. Yeah, and well, that's let's pat ourselves in the back tough. a little even more than that, which is we said that match is going five, and the over four and a half maps is the best bet there because either one of these teams yeah. could win. Will the subliners win? Probably. The value is absolutely on the mutineers winning, and I took mutineers money line for a unit, but the one that we really hit was the over four and a half. We this game had. Five maps written all over it in that two four six value, so good. That that was probably my favorite bet of the week. Nailing that one, 100%. yeah. And I think on the back half of that, you also have to talk about New York, who looked pretty good this weekend, but not great. And I, I like, I don't think it was written in the stars to have New York Dallas go five by any by any means. No, no, um, that's the one I was talking at about. That. I was like, no way. But and Mac, that dude, Mac looked fucking. 
Malik Mac dropped 42 Ooh. maps in that series, which is just one of the craziest things you can do. But at the same time, where is the rest of your team? Because how are you not dominating that series when you get two 40 bombs? Like, sure, it should at least be a three one. But I agree. I, yes, I don't. I, they didn't look clean enough to just put Dallas away, which is really annoying because I, I don't like think Dallas, Dallas looked that good. Better. They were playing uh, a little really, bit better, they, but I think they looked better. Like. It used to be there's two dead weights on that team. Now it looks no, like it still maybe. was though because it was Vivid that showed up and Vivid played really well alongside yeah. Shotzi for some of those games. It was still Crim Six and Illy who were having like th- they were having maps where they costed the series, and that can't happen. And the problem is the same as it was before. So now yeah. if your subs show up, you still can't beat a top tier team. Like you, you have like Dallas has huge problems. I mean. They're just in trouble across the board, in my opinion. So yeah, I, I they're they're hanging on to I don't know why they're hanging on to uh, Illy, but no, I I, I mean, um, Crim Six, I, I understand it. why, but uh, you know, I'm pretty sure if Shotzi did the the optic uh, ping pong, which team player did you wish you dropped? He'd probably have the same answer as formal. Yeah, what a <laughs> fire video that was. I mean. Oh, unbelievable! We'll, we'll, Before we'll get it, we'll hop yeah, into yeah. that. Give me, but... give me, give me two seconds. Shotzi, Shotzi really showed up against LAG. Very impressive. Just absolutely demolished. But he's them. been around all the time. No, of course, but like he's been their only player. Just so disgustingly yeah. good. Um, and so I will agree. Obviously, we had a decent amount riding on in the subliners minus one and a half against Dallas to see that happen. Three uh, two was a bit surprising. Yeah, but. After watching Dallas dismantle LAG, who I thought would at least get a map off of them, same. I thought it was going to be potentially even. Like, I mean, at the time, LAG's money line was like really good, and I took a map two again. I took LAG map two and LAG money line because of the value, thinking these are actually not even teams. But LAG, I thought was way better than they showed up against Dallas. Or alternatively, Dallas really fucking showed up. And I actually do think that they've been playing better. Scott, I hear you that they still have a lot of issues that need to be resolved. But, and they're obviously nowhere close to their, you know, stage one uh, finalist performance. But I don't know. I'm actually looking to this weekend. They're playing the Mutineers, thinking they might, that, that to me is going to be a th- Three one or three two for for, for Florida. They're not getting three would there. Mm. I think yeah, I think Florida puts them away. Um, I think one team that we talked about was you know Optic Gaming and or I guess Optic Chicago. Yeah, uh, obviously you know Scumpy. tied to a city. Um, yeah, Scump. Scump, crazy series, but also like they they did the job they needed to do against Paris. And I think I said this last week. It was like Paris will have that one map where they show up and they did on control. But I mean. I don't know if you guys were watching Map 4, uh, Moscow Hardpoint, and I don't know if you've seen the reactions to it, but the listening with Optic Gaming was some of the best comms I've heard all season but this, by but a landslide. Their team, this is a, there, there are teams where I can look at like uh, Dallas and I can point to a problem, you know, quite easily. Uh, yeah, have, and it's hard two. with Optic. I, with Optic, there is not a single member of the team where I'm like, oh, this one hasn't turned. Like, there are times where a player that hasn't shown up, that's fine. Like, that's going to happen. You don't bench a player for not being 100% consistent. That's that's totally fine. And they have the experience. They have, there's just something that has not necessarily been clicking for them. Um, so, but I'm I'm starting to get more and more bullish on them. 
I think the adjustments are being made where they need to be. Yeah. And it's really good that the like if comms are bad, that's like one that's a yes. whole another issue that is almost unfixable in, in some regard. But if you had listened, like it's crazy the shit that they're saying. Like they are on another level in terms of that. Point, and everyone hitting the on shots. Twitter, yeah. They're everyone good on Twitter team. was like those are the most unbelievable comms because they're not only talking about, you know, where people are on the map. Like Dallas, you hear them and it's like, okay, there's a person on the left wing on checkmate or whatever. It's like, where did we spawn? Where could they be spawning? Like who's laying down where, where are they moving? Like shit yeah. like that. I mean, like it's not only just the call outs, but everything else. And I think they have their own problems outside of comms and all that, but you know, I, I hope that it gets better. And I think the infrastructure is in place to where, they can be very good, if I yeah. will say anything. So, and hearing so, that was encouraging. So you think they're going to beat Seattle Surge and LA Thieves this weekend? It's not a yeah. I mean, it's not a burner weekend for no, them to prove anything. Exactly. But they're going to land, so. But it, no, but it's it's important because like at the end of the day, they got smoked by Phase, and yeah. it, I think this game and the way Phase is playing has just synced up. You know, there's perfect time and place. I don't know if this phase team... Well, we saw it last year. They didn't do as well last year. Um, and obviously, the game and the gameplay matches up a lot. It being online matches up a lot. Um, but the fact that phase and... 4v4 I, versus 5v5. All of it. It's the tempo of this game. It's the guns. It's the maps. All of it. It's just working out really well. The lack of snipers. Um, but Chicago Actually, is a huge still change. a top top four top three team um yeah the question is can they be a top two team i still don't think they are um but i think the gap between them becoming a top two team has gotten smaller yeah i the, to me the question sorry. is 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 there enough time for that to when we get to champs well, can they adjust um, who knows with a land I don't know. major coming up what'll happen? Yeah. So I mean, it's going to be crazy, up. right? It's going to be as as Goose would say, it's going to be electric. Um, it, it will be electric. I'll tell you that much. To um, me, to me, as it currently sits, there are kind of three teams that are above the others, right? To me, it is Phase, kind of above everybody, but then Ultra and the Subliners right there, and then right below that, you have Optic with Florida. And that rounds out your yeah. top, you know, six teams, five teams. I agree. Yeah. I mean, we've gotten big on Florida pretty quickly. I, I will say. Oh, my say, God. Like, Absolutely. I, to your well, point, I was big on them at the start of the year, even at the end no, of yeah, last 100%. year. And, and but the they just kept always... disappointing. But suddenly they're doing it. I don't yeah. know if I'm I don't I'm not ready to say like I wouldn't necessarily put them as close to optic, but they're. they're they're a few weeks away from that. Like this week, if they again do great this week, they're a big, big team to watch uh, going into the major. And particularly, they remind me of Ultra when Ultra won their major. I will say, I I think the one team that I'm like really concerned about, just oddly enough, is is LA Thieves and, and yeah. why they ended up messing with that that four-person formula that was working so well for them. And when My they added Hook... Um, My bullet point scoot was WTF LAT. Yeah, I mean, it's why did they mess with it in the first place? Because they looked so. Just, Do you mean bringing Hook in? Or yeah, I, that's what I mean. Him out. No, so I mean bringing him, him, in. Bring him in. Yeah, because they were so hot in that major, and they yeah. looked like they were having so much fun, and then they just made a roster change for no reason. Yeah. I get it. Like Hook no, is very I, well, talented. But Hook is so good, so it makes yeah. sense in the sense like. 
Can yeah, you, when you, when you have I a player, get it. when you have a player of that caliber, you have to go yeah. out and get them if you have the but chance. But you also to. have to, you also have to try to make it work. Well, I agree. It, and now so they've gone back, and now they he look, got, wait, he got so what a week? Scoot, Two yeah, weeks? one week. Scoot, is Hook the new Octane? No. no, they need to team up though. I'll tell you that much. That would be the dream team of that is the dream peren- I mean, perennially letting you down. No, the, the, the dream team. And what everybody wants to see is Doug Sensor Martin make his return to the CDL, but we're never going to get that because they fucking hate us. Other than that, I think Toronto, Minnesota performed pretty much as you'd expect in their matchups, as well as, you know, Seattle getting 3-0 by FaZe um, and 3-1 by Rocker. Nothing really surprising there, but we can take that and twist it around a little bit into a frying and lying section. Who's hot on the podcast? Who's a little cold? I will say that, you know, I have the picks here and I have some of the stuff that we said last week. Um, Chris, it was a, it was a two and two week from you, or at least ones that I highlighted. However, your tweets were very fire on the back half of this, so I can't really discredit you that much. Right. But Saturday, baby, went yeah big. okay. BNB showed up on Saturday and was rewarded. Yeah, and the big one there is Florida versus New York over four and a half maps for a huge hit. Um, as well as I on the I don't know if you remember saying this, but you did say that Ultra is going to three zero London, which is not a huge bold take, but the odds were like two point eight or three point eight. Um, and that's that a also big difference well. there, but it was three point eight, and that did hit. Yeah, that's I mean that's a solid pick as well. Hold me um, accountable. What I miss. LAG Moneyline versus Dallas was the big one. That was your, yeah. that was your first pick out there. Yeah. Um, and then Which you also I said... By, I still stand by that bet. No, yeah. I, I, I can see that. That's like... It's not a bad bet. They did get smoked, though. Um, and then you also had... You just threw out a minus one and a half parlay with uh, Chicago and the New York subliners. So... Again, that was a phenomenal bet. Not a bad bet at all, but it didn't hit, did it? What was subliners doing against Dallas? Yeah, that is true. I mean, they kind of fucked around a lot. I also had that. So I had New York subliners minus one and a half against Dallas, um, which Nikki also jumped in on. I think we were also very coordinated last week or very yeah, I feel like last on point with each other's picks. Most of us were. Atlanta map three versus LA Thieves from me. Huge one. That was also just 1.4 odds, free money. They never lose fucking control. Um, and then Nikki, optic minus one and a half against Paris. I was there with you. Um, you also had Atlanta minus one, minus two and a half against LA Thieves, and you were also on board with the Ultra Three O, I believe, alongside Chris. Mm-hmm. Big Three O from you. So yeah, I'll give I'm you the frying this week. Man. And I'm listen. I'm gonna give credit to Chris on the Twitter, and I'll take the lying for myself. I'm gonna eat <laughs> this one. Chris, Chris is on fire. Be fair. I gotta say, last week was just a good week across the board for us. I was very happy with my uh, my choices, but uh, it's a team effort. It's hard to parse it out, right? Because I feel like, yeah, you know, we we're bouncing off each other to the point where it was just we're all kind of following. There the was same no one, no one saying yeah. things like CLG top four or London yeah, top yeah. four, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So, dude, London, uh, obviously, where wrong. the fuck is London? You know? Obviously, where the wrong. fuck is London? Where'd they go, man? They they were there was a week in there where I was like, oh shit, like it's gonna maybe, be fun to watch maybe, them, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. And it was like, nah. um, uh-uh. I think. You know, from there, if you guys have any reactions to your status on the podcast, I'd love to hear it. But if nothing, I, I can mean, move on. Not surprised. I deserve everything. I get yeah. not yeah. surprised. Nikki glomming onto my picks and then taking one point threes. 
as his bets. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Have it. No. All right. So I think we touched on it a little bit um, with the optic video. And usually we'd use an Intel drop section, which we're heading into now to talk about, you know, any relevant changes in the league, um, the game or the individual teams. But I think drama is a big part of Call of Duty, of course. Um, so I would love to touch on the optic formal and, and of course, Empire Crim6 main AR. The drama there, because if nobody really saw it, there was a YouTube video that was made by Optic Gaming where Great. Um, check it I out. It's, the like question, ping pong. It's, ping, yeah. it's beer pong with no beer, and instead uh, you get a question. Yeah, you should absolutely check out the video. It was so funny. But I think one of the questions I was asked to Formal was, Who do you wish you dropped but never did? And Formal Great almost question. immediately responds, Crim you know, Crim6, Black, Black Ops 3. Ops 3. Yeah. Immediately. And no hesitation. Yeah, no hesitation at all. And then Crimsic says, oh, plot twist, I get dropped. I join Envy and I still win champs. Um, and he also calls him Jack Black, which is hilarious. That was uh, a great one, yeah. Formal then replies and is like, you threw away our series against Envy because you didn't use your active camo, which is very true. I mean, if you've seen the clip, it's fucking appalling. Um, and then Crimsic just calls him out about splitting MVP money, which they all promised to do. And he says he doesn't give a shit about the money, but he realizes that a human being couldn't have done that to them and, and all this other shit. It's just, I, my only like takeaway, well, also formal tells him he got a free ring off of it. Um, he, told, and then he told him he got two free rings. He got a free yeah. ring off a of formal and then he got another free ring and then go, says that the whole online ring doesn't really count for shit. Yeah, he which basically I agree called it with. a Mickey Mouse chip. I mean, exactly. I kind of agree with I that. I agree. But basically, I love. I'm, I'm team formal. Oh, I don't 100%. like Crim6. I, think... I don't like Envy, and I think Formal's one hundred percent like he's he's right. Chris, where do you where do you stand on this? I mean, I love drama. I think drama's great for the Crimson league. Crimson goes and... fucking character. He did throw that series. You can't deny that fucking fact. Final finals that he got the free ring that Formal's alluding to. Yeah, Crimson wasn't playing great. No one's looking at that series going, oh yeah, he was the crucial piece of the puzzle. Look. I, I think you both know me well enough now to know that I absolutely love shit talking. Like it is <laughs> a top three thing for me to especially just consume and enjoy. Like I, I'm not saying that I'm the best shit talker. I'm actually probably pretty low on the uh, shit talking spectrum. But when you have professional athletes going at it like this, there's just nothing better. Like to me, yeah. this is glory. And I love the way that this is playing out over social media so that we can all be there to enjoy it with them. Um, there's no chance you're going to see me backing anyone other than formal for you to have a response that quickly. Just yeah. like this has been eating at you every moment of every day since it happened. And I for just love the guy, the guy's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Oh, he's funny as shit. He's dry as hell. It's great. This is what we want. Crim six trying to come back. I mean, to be fair, I will actually suggest that an online major does count because guess what? Everyone was playing online and therefore the competition is even. It's all standardized. So they want it fair and square. Go go pound rocks. They got a shit ton of cash for that. First, first, first ever call of duty league major goes to him. Great. So we're headed to land. So I'm look, I'm not gonna, I'm going to say this is that, did they win online? Fine. Oh, to an can't extent, brag I'll about say, it, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's like, you won. Okay, it's an online one. Fair enough. Like, you, he, he won. At the end of the day, you can't deny that. And I'm not going to say say that he hasn't. But you don't brag about it. That's not a, a legit fucking important 
I would be bragging land. about it every fucking day. Yeah, because you've day. never won anything in your life. So, of course, you're excited about that. <laughs> I've won a lot of things, but, and but all the things I'm that I've won count. When you win on land, that's that's the most important. Yeah, I mean, that. I, we'll, we'll see what happens, because that's coming up, and we're only one fucking weekend away, finally. This Holy is the, shit. This is the equivalent. Taking way too long. I'm a, I'm a footballer, right? I, I play soccer. This is the equivalent of saying a championship that you win on turf doesn't count because it wasn't on real grass. Like, that's just so dumb. No. Yes. Literally the exact same. Terrible sport. But one, yeah, 100, like, it's not at all the same. And you don't understand because you've not played land versus online and all of the things that it is a, you can't explain it. It's just a completely, the, the tempo the uh, consistency that's needed, the speed of play, uh, it's, 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 it's completely different. Your biggest I argument mean, is having fans in attendance, but... Listen, we're... No, yeah, I agree with there, that. There is but, that, the pressure of being on the stage, fans on attendance, but it's not just that. You, and especially when you're talking about subs uh, and subs versus ARs and stuff like that. The hit registry, bullet travel time, all of this stuff spread... That gets massively impacted by being online. I mean, I, I I think I agree with both of you. Or well, I mean, I mainly agree with Nikki here. Just because <laughs> I like look at that, look at that He's like, oh, you know, well, I guess we agree with both of you, but not really. The land difference is in entirely in the instantaneous connection and and what you're able to do there. And yeah. assault rifle players will become more powerful on the back half of that. But again, we are a weekend away from that, and there is an LA Thieves home series in the way. So I'd like to hop into, well, I'll read the schedule out first. Los Angeles Gorillas versus Toronto Ultra kicks us off, followed by the Seattle Surge versus Optic Chicago, London Royal Ravens versus the New York Subliners, Minnesota Rocker versus LA Thieves, London Royal Ravens again versus the Los Angeles Gorillas, Minnesota Rocker again versus Atlanta Faze, and then, you know, three or four new matches at the end. Florida Mutineers versus Dallas Empire, great series. Seattle Surge versus the Paris Legion. Toronto Ultra versus the New York Subliners. And Great then series. finally, Los Angeles Thieves versus Optic Chicago, which might decide some sort of placement, um, provided that, you know, Optic does lose to Surge, I guess, in, in some regard. But what, I don't think that will happen. Pl- what placement is, will yeah. it determine? Just whether LA Thieves are in dead last or second to dead last? Uh, no, I mean, it would impact. So I right guess now, if they win group earlier, a, Do you want to talk yeah. about Group A? Group A I mean, is group a, phase like, 4 and yeah, 0. Phase is in. Chicago is two and one. Rockers two and one. Thieves are one and two. Legions one and three. And Surges zero oh and three. So basically, at this point, phases through. Uh, they have one match or two. Uh, one. You only one. play five a stage. So I'm pretty sure e- even if they lose that, they're in going to oh, the yeah, winners round. Yeah. Um. Then we have Chicago and Rocker, who both have two. Um. And honestly, I kind of see Rocker at best doing one and one, probably zero oh and two, um, and Chicago one and one. So that the big one there is like Chicago and Rocker. Are they going to be in a winners bracket or lower bracket? I think I think Chicago, like LA Thieves, is going to determine whether or not they end up in the winners bracket, which is very interesting, um, considering they are yeah. one and two. But the third place team does end up in in winners bracket. It's just you have to play first game, I believe. Or no, yeah, yeah. yeah. You only get the buy if you're in first, so it doesn't really matter. Second and third, you just end up playing a better opponent, which kind of is weird. But do you think thieves could not make it? 
These are in the, uh, the, to winner bracket. They're, these, they're out of it right now. I mean, it's these very are possible. these yeah. are in the bottom. Just lock that up. That's I don't well, know. That's, that, what, yeah. that's what I'm asking. Is like, do you think Rocker could could swap places with Thieves? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it'll start with Thieves beating them if it were to happen. Yeah. Um, game four this weekend. But um, with that schedule being read out and kind of the context of the situation. I'd like to get into the first blood, you know, looking Which at the I, matches ahead. Run through Group B, just so people have that as well. Subline is a three and zero. Mutiny is a three and one. Ultras two and one. Empires two and two. Gorilla is zero and three, and Ravens are zero and three. Yeah, it's pretty much shook out how you would expect it to. Yeah. I think in a certain well, Empire. Well, I mean, we we did say we said we higher, thought Mutiny is might like we were bullish on them. We said they might come in second place over Ultra, and at the moment, that's one game true. away. Yeah. Well, with that being said, we can hop into First Blood, which is the initial locks of the weekend ahead. Again, we're still online, not online yet. Getting very excited for that. What do you boys got for me? Because I've got my first one, I think, is pretty solid, but somebody else is definitely going to take it. Do you want to go first then? You go first. Uh, Yeah. All right. Well, Florida Mutineers, Dallas Empire, Florida Moneyline, 1.82. Damn it. (laughs) It had to be. Florida Moneyline at 1.82. Even money against the Dallas Empire is what you love to see. Um, Because there's no reason that... I I don't think there's any reason the way they're playing right now that this game should be even. Yeah. Both teams lost 3-2 to to New York. Let's be clear. I think But Mutineers look so much better. Yeah, Florida it played like a Mutineers way better New York than Dallas yeah. did. Yeah, exactly. And that is my takeaway. And the Mutineers that. looked like they were going to win it. Um, I'm going to jump in straight away and grab the minus 1.5 at 2.66. Oh, wow. That I put is, that. I am look. I am Empire looked better, but they still, to your point, two pieces of dead weight. Um, just I'm not. I'm not super convinced by them. Um. <laughs> and yeah, I, I just think, I think Florida is firing. I think they have the momentum. They nearly beat uh, the number one or number two team in subliners. They should be feeling fucking great about that. They beat the LAG. So I can totally see this being a three, one um, and a 2.66. That is so fucking good. Fair enough. Chris, you got anything right away? I mean, other I've got than, a couple of other ones. Uh, but other than the one you just stole. Yeah, I mean, I was going to take it the entire time. It's it's right in your face. I think this is this is not a lock, but it's one that I really, really love. The over three and a half on FaZe versus Minnesota. You can get over three and a half maps played at 1.81. That's actually an incredible bet, and I would put that in the first blood section. I would not value. because that is Faze has not insanity. gone to three games to four games. Minnesota is not that bad. They but Faze Faze is three would everyone. Faze has three would. You want to like the, the, right? They're, they're going to drop a map. They're going to drop a map. Better than Minnesota. They're going to drop a map. This is what I mean. Mm, yeah. They didn't drop a map against thieves. Do you want to know they what the wor- do you want to know what the worst value in the entire weekend is? Phase minus one and a half against Minnesota at 1.18. Oh, that's horrendous. Right. But I'm going to point out, Phase has not dropped a map since facing Legion. Since then, they 3 0'd Optic. Exactly. They the 3 0'd Thieves. No, but they, hold on. But they've, and they 3 0'd Surge. And Thieves I mean, but there and was Optic a are better than Legion. So there are three maps in a row they have gone 3 0. 
I mean, I there am, was a time where they were beating the whole league's ass, and then LAG took a, an entire series off them, which I think is incredible in its own regard. That's so, true. That's true. It, it's it's very possible, and 1.81 odds are incredible for an over three and a half. Hmm. So to credit me, words too. I mean, crazy. Flies. It is. It is incredible. I just. I. I don't believe it. All right. Uh, I, you got to consider. Can, I mean, like you know what? You can destroy. record that. You can record that. Give that to Chris. I'm going against it. Yeah. Am I frying or am I lying? This is where we go. This, this is where this is where we line. see who's really frying or yeah, lying. Exactly. Um, Scoot, at I, least we got some opposition this week. You know. Right, Scoot. I will take one other bet uh, as a first blood, which is. The ultra money line against the subliners kind of piggybacking off of your comment um, about subliners not looking as clean. I think the ultra is still performing very well. We had them at three Oh against the Ravens. They're, you know, they're just fucking good. And so you can get a money line for the ultra at 2.08, which is phenomenal value to me. The fact that ultra are underdogs against the subliners is a, a great bet in my opinion. Um, and alternatively, I like the over four and a half. I think this game is going five. I think it's going to be a very competitive match. I'm very excited for it. At over four and a half, you can get that at 2.46. So I love both of those bets. All right. Well, I will say I think New York wins that series, but I can't agree on the value there. And I also cannot confirm or deny if that line is correct because mine are paused at the moment, Same. unfortunately. Same but I also... And you're not going to like it, and I'm putting in this section, and I don't know why because it's definitely not a lock. Seattle Surge money line versus the Paris Legion at 1.92. I think, listen, if there's ever a time, it's got to be now. Man, Aqua looked good last week. Yeah, he did. He looked good. I am not. No. This ship has sailed for Scoot, me. Classic. Scoot, listen, yeah. you're, you're taking my deep flank. I also had Seattle money line versus Paris. At That's not a deep flank. That's not even over 2.0 odds. But, you gotta get. You gotta get worry. something nice here. But with that being said, Seattle fucking sucks. So I wouldn't put a single dollar on them ever well, again. Well, that's fair. I will say my my final um, first blood pick of the week is Chicago minus one and a half over LA Thieves at 1.73 odds. Um, we've said that minus one and a half is our favorite pick, yeah. and I think. The way Thieves look right now is not good enough to beat no. Chicago, let alone take it to five maps. So um, I was I was going to tell that's one. I actually have a nice little cheeky parlay. Chicago minus one and a half against Seattle. Uh, parlayed with Ultra minus one and a half against LAG. Gets you 2.09. Well, it's not bad by so any this means. is my deep flank. This is my true deep flank. Is those two with a New York subliners minus one and a half versus the London Royal Ravens. Which mm-hmm. gives you three point oh seven. We you were can, about to get there. You can you can actually take hold it in. Well, Nicky fucking is trying to take it he right there. I, I had to jump dirty. in. Um. So the you get a. I would take all three of those individually for like three units. Um. One point four three, one point four six, and one point four seven individually, and then for the parlay, put a nice unit on it at three point oh seven. All right, well, let's move into the actual deep flank, which is where we're going to throw out our deep value plays, as well as our arguments for some of the underdogs here. I mean, the deepest value that you can find this weekend, and you know exactly what I'm going to say, Minnesota Rocker, Moneyline versus Atlanta Phase at 7.2 odds. It's incredible. It's, it's also yeah. not going to happen. It's not going to yeah. happen. But it's the over three and a half, happen. the over three and a half, it's so good. If you want, I mean, if you want a cheeky little money line, 
Um, oh, I will I, say no, no, that no, no, this no. Is... Shut your fucking mouth because I have a cheeky money line. <laughs> Do not fucking try and steal this from me. Go ahead. The cheeky fucking money line is the Minnesota Rocker against the LA Thieves at 2.00. Oh. Like, are you fucking kidding me? In what world did you watch the LA Thieves last weekend and be like, you know what? They're a good team. They should be favored against a team like Minnesota. No fucking world. Nowhere in the world did that happen. So the fact that you can get Minnesota Rocker at two odds against LA Thieves is unbelievable. That I'm so I'm jumping with joy at that odds. Very, very angry about that one. I know. Um, I Another cheeky money line along the same line of thinking. Um, but also, like, I think people forget that, that London is all right. They're not, like, fucking terrible, terrible anymore. Um, London Royal Ravens 2.04 odds against the Los Angeles Gorillas. I believe that is a little bit of value there as well. Yeah, I wasn't Obviously, sure they get that. 3 would by Ultra. One. But that's what's fresh in people's head is a 3-0. And they've had, like, they played one match last weekend. They'll be fine. And it's LAG. And LAG is not, like, uh, I actually impressive. have a, you see, we were a bit more bullish on LAG until last week. So I'm worried there's a recency bias. Like, I, I kind of was looking at it. And I feel like it's a recency bias where LAG got smashed by Dallas. And we're like, ooh, they're not so good. And so now we're looking at Ravens and saying, like, maybe they're decent. I just have never thought LAG is that good, to be Scoot. honest. Like, I, I've never been on them. I've been on the so, LAG money train, especially going back to the last major, calling it, and I'm 100% with you. At Ravens at 204, it was the other one that I had for the deep flank. Such good value against LAG. I think it's just such a great opportunity. I, Nikki, I agree with you. I do think the LAG is an all of a sudden trash. Um, but I just think, like, the Ravens aren't 2.04 isn't enough for me to touch that. I think Afro played really well Fair for London enough. as well. That was yeah. a big, big thing for me. Two point oh four is just not enough. Um, yeah, that's I fair. have one. This Go is ahead. definitely riskier, um, but the odds are, are generous. Paris Legion minus one point five against Seattle Surge. Two point five two. No, I mean I can't agree. I'm literally not allowed to agree with you because but you a hundred percent like. And Chris is saying about how how fucking FaZe is not that good because Paris Legion beat them and so on. Aqua looked good last week. They beat um, LA Thieves in a fucking banger of a series. Took a map off of Optic. I'm yeah. Nikki, everybody takes a map off of Optic though. They're just trash. Nikki, let me three one you. They can't three zero you. Nikki, let me tell you how this is gonna go. Paris will win map one. Yeah. Seattle will win map two. Yeah. Paris will win and map three. And then Paris three. will win map two and three. No, three. Uh, three and four. Seattle will win map four. No. This is going five. Paris Seattle will, win. will lose no. in round no. 11. Exactly. No. Yes. No. So this is, you can get Paris 3-2 at 3.70. That's a deeper value to me. Oh, that, that is good. Um, I, actually, I mean, you can actually, by the way, you can hedge those two. You could sprinkle, if you really think it, you can do a 3-1 uh, and a 3-2. Listen, I've got, I've got two parlays to take it even deeper. And they're mm. both four way. So Optic minus one and a half versus Seattle, New York minus one and a half versus London, Florida money line versus Dallas, and Optic money line versus LA Thieves pays out 5.08 odds. Not amazing, but I think no. that one is decent. But I you're like also that. betting on a lot of favorites. Yep. Um, except, for, except for except for the fucking Dallas line somehow, you have it even odds. It's, it's insanity. Now let's get trickier. Because this one, I think, I mean, pays out almost 20 times more um, or, or around that. Uh, Chicago 3 0 Seattle, 
New York 3-0s London, Florida 3-1s Dallas, and Seattle 3-1s Paris. 93.76 odds. And Whoa. I guarantee you that's hitting. I'm so. I'm I'm down for that. A hundred percent. That's that's the one right there. That's oh now. yeah. Now you're a fucking Seattle fan. What's, what's um, the, no, <laughs> no Seattle. Everyone, everyone wants to be a Seattle um, fan. Fuck fuck Seattle. Take Seattle out of that. Um, no. Yes. Not a chance. There's actually no shot I do that because that's what's driving the price up. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I actually I will say this. And this is bet on it. No, no, no. This is this is the thing though. Um, if they're gonna beat a team again, we've talked about this before, and it's pretty true. I mean, they're gonna lose like in a variety of ways as we've seen them do. But if they win, they don't really win close games. So. I will like this is the match that they can win, and it's Paris, and Paris kind of blows. Um, again, like they've had flashes where they're decent, but they also suck. Uh, so this is Seattle's best chance to get their three-one, and you know improve their record a little bit because they are struggling, struggling, struggling. Mm-hmm. Any other great. final picks? Any other, you know, anybody running the deep route? What do we got? Nothing. I, I think we've. I think we've exhausted this. All right. Yeah, well, I'd love to reflect, you know, a little bit on kind of what we've talked about and, and looking at the schedule and especially the groups considered um, and move into a little cracked and whack just to give us a, you know, kind of closing note as to what we're expecting moving forward. So what teams on the come up and who's got something to prove to you? I'll let you guys take it over um, immediately. I know what I have, but go ahead. Chris, you go first. Dallas has a lot to prove because I still don't know who they are. I'm pretty convinced Agreed. that they are quite bad, but was was impressed by their performance against uh, Subliners. Elliot Thieves has a shit ton to prove. I mean, even if it's like they're still going to suck, but like prove something to yourself that you guys aren't that shit. Um, and, and, and for me, it's always like, are the rocker for real? I mean, like, I absolutely love the rocker money line over Elliot Thieves at 2.0, but you know, that's a make or break game for those two teams, right? Scoot, as you mentioned, I do agree like with that Rocker one, by the way, that's which, a good one. Which Scoot, you mentioned this, but it's like if Rocker loses to LA Thieves, now they're definitely going to lose to Phase. Write that off, and LA Thieves will probably lose to Chicago. But in the head-to-head, LA Thieves moves ahead of Rocker, and so like this is a foundationally important Rock, match for them. Yeah, and Rocker because otherwise they're going to the bottom group. Cusp. Yep. Like we're, we're down on LA Thieves, but they've always managed to stay in the top six. Whereas I feel like Rocker has always been just outside of it. Yeah, I think, I mean, if they carry, you know, a little bit of momentum from last week, it'll be a big week for them. So I would put them, you know, hopefully on the come up or with something to prove in the in that in that conversation. I have to agree. I mean, of course, Dallas and L.A. Thieves and Dallas is probably the bigger one for me here just because of who they're playing. Um, But L.A. Thieves, again, like just needs to, you know, figure out where it all went wrong because they had a winning formula prior. Um and then, of course, I mean, you can't go a week without saying that phase isn't cracked. Um, and I think New York also had like their own. I think uh, they had some offline struggles you guys this just week as go well. For every fucking team. No, no, no. <laughs> but this is this is my this is my cra- <laughs> these are my two cracked ones. But New York is the other one, and I think they had some offline struggles this week as well that we didn't really touch on. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember you know reading a lot about it and for them to still pull off the series they did and, and still kind of win those games, even if they were a little bit of a battle, it still shows that New York has that fight in them and they're able to pull out game fives. So 
for them, I mean, keep up the way you're playing. You know, you got to fucking keep ripping teams. And so, they're fun to watch as well. I can't agree more with Rocker. Like, are they able to hang with the top six and potentially, like, you know, if Thieves mess around, can they take their spot? Um, so I think that's a, a really good one. Um, I think the Thieves, I don't, they don't have much to prove to me because I think they are where they should be. There's not that much mm. there. Um, Dallas Empire has nothing to prove to me. I think they're trash. That's, and oh, they've proven that time junk. and time and again. Um, Playing with half a the, roster. Actually, the big one, of it, and you can't, I actually, when you said you can't go weak, I thought you were going to say Optic Chicago. Like, are they actually continuing this trend of showing up? And, Nikki, and, and is this all lining team? up? Nikki, is this all lining team? up? No, I'm actually just agreeing with your two points. Those aren't mine. And you guys went through every team. We can rewind the podcast <laughs> if you want to count how many you dropped. Um, the Chicago is if I had to put one, it's like, okay, are we actually going into land major with all four players firing? Because that could be, that would be really exciting to see. Um, but if I had one team that I'm I'm watching closely, it's Ultra. I don't really? know. I, I, I put subliners in second place, no doubt. So yeah. to me, it's a question of like, can is ultra a potential contender for second place um because no one's close to face we've said it time and time again um or do they have a flash of brilliance and they're actually closer to chicago in that fourth fifth place potentially with mutineers i think lamb so might tell I'm, a story with ultra yeah i'm but this is i'm really curious like how 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 do they deal with lag um and then how close is the matchup against subliners yeah, they're, they're I can the agree team. with that. Out of everyone, if I if I have one, it's them. All right. Any other final thoughts from the boys? Any other teams that you want to talk about? That would be the rest of the league, of course. You know, Seattle has something to prove to me. Um, no, any anything else you guys got? Anything that we missed at all? No. Just say I'm the done. words. All right. Well, with that being said, Actually, thank you I have for a listening. I, I, Go I ahead. Do, sorry, I have a question. Um, Activision have announced a Warzone league. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, World Series of Warzone. I want to know to our listeners out there. Uh, make sure you follow us at Best of Three Network on Twitter with the link to our Discord, so you can tweet at us, you can DM us, you can join our Discord and talk to us. But uh, is there an appetite for us to cover that? I mean, that's. That's an interesting question. Like the World Series of Warzone will be very interesting because it it's like be. two pro players and a content creator for every team, yeah. which I think is like a very interesting comp. It's a um, really interesting. I think it's going to be. And Fortnite had the potential to be a proper esport, but they, they just did, don't really care about that. Um, Apex Legends, unfortunately, got uh, hindered. They had some really exciting plans um, that I think got hindered a bit by COVID. We'll have to see if the, there is that interest. But. Warzone has just been has definitely taken the number one spot in terms of battle royales. I think over for uh, over Fortnite. Um, so I'm curious. I mean, probably not. There's probably way more players still in Fortnite, but you know what I mean in terms of competitive. Yeah, I mean, I think that's more of a question for the listeners than anything, yeah. and, and it's a good one to ask at that. Um, but of course, if you have an, if you have a response for that, join our Discord, which is in the pin tweet on our Twitter at Best of Three Network, as well as 
throw a listen to our sister podcast, The Gold Advantage, which is about League of Legends betting and follows a similar line of thinking. It, it, this as week's this episode one. starts Pick with it. Chris listing seven points, which become 11. It's all about picking winners, Scoot. <laughs> with that being said, again, thank you for listening to another episode of The Money Hill. Really appreciate you guys popping out and everything. Um, and please keep supporting. It means a lot to us. Come chat, of course, everything else. And thank you. Goodbye. Toodaloo.